Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Evolution of Humans. Today's episode is mainly about a leader that will be important for the next episode. Why is this leader important, you ask? Well, that's because this leader influenced the topic for the next episode. So this influence we're going to talk about is the one and only Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great, born as Alexander III, was the son of the King of Macedon, Philip II. After Philip's assassination, Alexander ascended the throne at 20 years old. And for those who don't know, Macedon is located in the southeastern part of Europe. Alexander was one of the greatest military minds in history. According to the History.com writers, Alexander the Great was charismatic, ruthless, brilliant, power-hungry, diplomatic, and bloodthirsty. He followed in his father's footsteps to continue Macedon's world domination. He easily dominated many territories as he marched on to others. There was a legend of a knot. This was called the Gordian Knot. But this wasn't just any knot. This knot was so complicated that no one could solve, and the legend says whoever unties this knot would go on to conquer all of Asia. Alexander the Great, who wanted to conquer the world, marched towards where the Gordian Knot resided. His intentions were nothing short of world domination. Alexander attempted to untie the knot as any other person would, but he failed. So he took another approach. He unsheathed his sword and sliced straight through it. He claimed triumph and continued on his way. Soon after the knot, he engaged in a battle called the Battle of Isis. This battle was between Alexander and King Darius III, the king of Persia. Alexander wanted to conquer Persia because of its great wealth. Alexander won this battle, and a little amusing fact about this was that the mother of King Darius III was thoroughly disappointed with her son's loss that she should have disowned her son and adopted Alexander the Great as her own. After the Battle of Isis, he created the motto, There is nothing impossible to him who will try. A few more battles later, and a few rejected peace offerings from Darius later, Alexander enters Egypt. And while Alexander was conquering Egypt, he established a city of his own and named it after himself, Alexandria. Right after he conquered Egypt, he marched to Gojamela, a city in Assyria, where he faced Darius III in a battle. Darius lost unsurprisingly, and as he fled, he was assassinated by his very own troops. People say that Alexander was sad, out of respect, when he found his body, so he gave Darius a royal burial. Alexander the Great, the king of Macedonia, and now also the king of Persia, had won again. Alexander started to dress and act like a Persian to gain credibility and loyalty from the Persians. To the Macedonians, it seemed like good news that their king was now the king to both their nation and their rival nation, but they weren't happy that their king adopted the ways of Persians. Many refused to follow along with Alexander's new practices, and some even plotted against him. This only increased paranoia for Alexander. Even so that he went on to execute Parmenio, one of his most esteemed generals. The general's son, Philetus, was sentenced to death as well after being accused of plotting an assassination against Alexander. That wasn't enough to put Alexander at ease. He ordered the death of another general of his, Cletus. Cletus was not only a trusted general, but a close friend of Alexander. Cletus and Alexander were both drunk at the time. Cletus babbled on and on about Alexander's achievements and belittled them. Alexander eventually became fed up with his babbling and impaled him with a spear. Many historians believe that he killed him out of sheer drunkenness, but I think the first reason seems more believable. Alexander the Great conquered much of Asia, but it wasn't enough. He wanted all of Asia. His next target was Sagia. After their refusal to surrender, he plotted a surprise attack. He sent his men to scale the rocks and ambush them from there. And on the rocks was a girl named Roxanne. Alexander fell for her on sight and married her, tossing aside the fact that she was Sagian. And of course, he successfully captured Sagia. Remember the prophecy about the knot? The prophecy came true. Well, almost. 
Alexander died of natural causes. Some historians believe that he died of malaria, others believe he died from poison. Alexander conquered almost all of Asia by his death at age 32. So what makes Alexander III so great? Well, he set the foundation for the topic for the next episode. Thanks for listening. And as always, thank you to the History.com writers and TimeLoadIndex.com for providing the information in this episode.